when you go into a game with a great coach and a great game plan, you feel like you will prepare for anything that may come your way. With Love and Light Doula Agency, you will also feel like you have a great coach and game plan. Love and Light Doula Agency specializes in postpartum support, fertility support, labor support, and surrogacy consultations. Call 410-657-8767 today or visit the website loveandlightdoula.com to get started. That's 410-657-8767 and loveandlightdoula.com. Schedule your consultation today. One last time, 410-657-8767. L-O-V-E-A-N-D-L-I-G-H-T-B-O-U-L-A.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and their guests. They do not reflect the views or positions of our sponsors. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening. You are watching Sideline Talk. I'm the humble beast himself, Coach Hurt. You want hot wives? Okay. <laughs> 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 I was here the place to be. <laughs> I mean, I'll be trying. I'll be trying to jump out there. What it is, man? This boy Ryan the Ways watching this recap, and Tay is right. Tannehill was horrible. Shit, this nigga threw a Kobe prayer up just now. Kobe. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Tay in the building, the fantasy icon. We are vastly approaching that. Just be ready. Can I – Um, can, is your name – should it change over the years, fantasy oh icon? Gosh. Should it be fantasy no playoffs or, like, is it – Wow. Be, wow. It's no fantasy injured reserve teams? Or, like, I mean, what should we call your team? Wow. Well, I can guarantee you that one person I will never draft in any league – Ever in the history of leagues again. That's Christian McCaffrey. (sighs) Christian McCaffrey, you are dead to me. Your hamstring is dead to me. Well, his hamstring is dead to him too. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this nigga. I hope this nigga never have a black chick or Latina on his side. This shit ain't gonna make it after the first round. (laughs) Shit. Oh man. Wow. Y'all see it. Follow us on YouTube, Sideline Talk underscore SLT, Instagram at the Sideline Talk, Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk, and on Twitch, Sideline Talk. Sideline Talk Live is everywhere, on Twitch man. Right now. Live on Twitch right now. Live on Twitch as we speak. We got come. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right, sir. Appreciate you for chiming in on Twitch. Shout out to, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to bitch you that man's name. Let's let it say yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's, hey, let's get into it. Game five is tonight. Game five. Mm-hmm. Golden State, Boston 2-2 series. 
how y'all see it playing out, man. Boston, and for the record, Boston has yet to lose back-to-back games in this year's playoffs. I think that's the – yeah. Yep. Where we at tonight? Should be going to state. state. San Francisco. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll put it simple. Last, last game four, I was telling y'all, before it happened, I was like, Steve Curry has to get Draymond Green off the court right now and put Poole in the game so they have another option to score. He did it. They came back. They win game four. I'm not saying Draymond don't need to play. What I'm saying is Kevon Looney's giving you more than Draymond Green is giving you right now. Offensive rebounding, hustle plays. He's just giving you more. And Poole is giving you way more than Draymond Green right now. So if they play them, if that we see that lineup primarily tonight, and with to couple with the emo shots that Steph gonna come with, um, Clay gonna have to get some some good shots too. But I'm just saying it's gonna be too much for Boston, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Golden State by eight tonight. It's mm. pretty good. I mean that that lineup. Not only does um, well, Kevon Looney is giving you more, but in this series, he's giving you a, a rim protector. Mm. So, with a team like Boston, who has so many guys who can create their own shots and get in the lanes, you know, now you got to you know second guess yourself. You have to attack the basket with you know a, a different mentality. Than when Draymond is in because when he's down there, like man, nigga six, like you bigger than Draymond. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me just go over the top. That, he ain't doing nothing. But with a guy like Kevon Looney, yeah, let me just you know may have to finesse it here and there. So I thought that was a good um, change. I was waiting to see if if Steve Kerr was going to get some minutes out of like Kaminga, use his size and athleticism. Um, he still got that in the chamber, so. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, and Kaminga, they all looking to score. Like, only person not looking to score is Draymond. Like, around the rim, he's looking to kick it back out for some reason. Which I mean, is, but, but that's that's everybody. For some reason, they, they pass on layups. That's the Golden State way. Let's pass on layups and shoot the three. Well, Wiggins and Poole on the, foot, on the court, they both attack the rim, which is what you need to do against Boston to collapse that defense. And they both do it well. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at if Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins is attacking the rim and they might not make every shot. It just pulls the defense just a little bit. To. That's all you really need. You have to. You got to You gotta pull it. Especially with a team like Boston that rotates so well. Like They, they want to rotate and close out on every shooter except Draymond. So making them work that extra, you know, and for, try to protect the rim. Not only does it it pulls the defense, but it can get potentially get uh, Robert Williams in foul trouble. So then you mm-hmm. lose your rim protector, uh-huh. and then the floodgates can really open, and you can go back to playing your small ball lineup with Draymond. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I want to say each team will win at home, and then Game Seven decided. But I'm gonna go the opposite way. I'm gonna think tonight. Boston wins again in uh, Golden State. And in game six, Golden State going to win in Boston. 
and then we get a game seven. Hmm. And I think tonight is going to be the first game officially where Jason Tatum looks like the best player on the court. He hasn't had a game like that all series. Like, in my mind, if, if like, Boston was to win the series, you would have to look to, like, Jalen Brown as, like, possibly the MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think tonight – yeah, I think tonight um, – I think Jalen going to be solid, as he's been. But I think Tatum is going to be on a whole nother level tonight. Solid ain't going to cut it from Jalen Brown tonight. No, no, no. That's why I say – that's why I said Tatum will be on another level in order to, to win. Or one of them. I mean, you never know. Jalen, the way he come out scoring on everybody, it's like, mm-hmm. just keep feeding him. It, we might get one of them nights where he drops six, 50, 40, 50 points from one of them. It's I'm curious to know what made you say that, though. Y'all be hating on Slim, yo. He'll probably. Look, look. He at he that level. Look, he's a kid. He gets well, better every year. He at that level where he getting better than what perceive the other players that I put at that level like I don't buy into none of that stock. That shit gonna flop eventually. He doing better. He doing he ascending at the right time. He's doing what he needs to do, what I believe he should be doing at this age, especially getting better. Like I, I put Jalen Brown, um DeMar DeRozan, uh Lowry, a lot of them niggas who who can score 17 to 24 a game, especially in the mid-range but then once to get into a primetime playoff game, these niggas choke and they start throwing up threes and they start being lazy and they like, bro, what the fuck is y'all doing? Like, I mean, I, I get it. Like, the first time we seen it where um, Boston, they've been rooting for Boston ever since Jason Tatum got in the league when they played Cleveland and they felt like they could have beat Cleveland that year. They, you know, even went to the interviews, they settled. I mean, you know, uh, Roger, Jalen Brown, Tatum, McClutin, they start thinking they was the Splash Brothers. They can c- compete with uh, the Cavs, and that shit got them run out of the fucking playoffs. I mean, Eastern Conference Championship. So, you know, Jalen Brown is doing more aggressiveness. He's getting to the line. He feel like no one can be in front of him. Nobody can guard him. So he's doing what he needs to do, what I believe a player who wants to win, instead of being passive, be aggressive, is doing. So, I mean – I see a 30 night sometimes high 20, but you know, 40s and 50s. I don't see it, but that's just me. If Jalen Brown got 40 points, then they win it by 15. Flat out. That's just what it is. That. I don't believe that. I, I believe it because if that's happening, he's gonna cause so much problems, like you said, when he penetrates. Uh, in the lane and making stuff happen, it's just it causes too many issues. You can kick out and shoot to Marcus Smart. I'm um, kick out uh, and pass to Marcus Smart. He can make a couple shots, and then you penetrate, collapse that Golden State defense. It's, it's kind of a wrap. When he when he on, shorty on. Right, but that's the, that's a battle that I'm willing to lose if I'm trying to win the war. At the end of the day, like I'm gonna okay. see somebody go bonkers at the end of the day. But I, like I said, I'm not letting. Willingly, I'm not letting um, Al Horford hit no easy ass corner threes. I'm not letting uh, White get 21 plus on me with some easy jumpers or just get hot. It's whoever wants to on the role players and the, the exit who not the stars who wants to win this series. Who wants to be the hustle plays? Who's going to dive? Who's going to steal? Who's going to run to get the rebounds? We've seen it last game 
with uh Wiggins, 16 rebounds. Like the boy was hustling. He was at no point no one was gonna stop him. And whoever wants to do that on either team should win this game. Yeah, I mean you you I agree completely. It's not like you just well, you're describing both teams, so both of them play that way. Um but you say you're not letting Horford hit the corner threes or white get drop 21. But if your defensive focus is to stop penetration from Brown or Tatum, you ultimately is going to give up them shots to them role players. I'm not giving up 20 plus points of shots. No, I'm, I'm just, well, well, either, either you're going to, you know, sit home and and give them a free lane to the basket or you're going to rotate. You see what I'm saying? Like if they just say, you know what, let's just let them to get 45 points or whatever and try to shut down everybody else. I don't think it's going to work in today's league because the game is so fast and so spread out. Like it was easy to do that, you know, 20 years ago when damn near every team was a half court set. Whereas now it's like everybody's at, it, for the most part, everybody play five out or 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 um, one four flat type of offense. Whereas the floor is just spread. So it's like in that sense, you can't really eliminate the stars. I'm sorry, you can't eliminate the the role players and let the stars go off because you give them too much space to operate. I hear what you're saying. And but really after, possible, you can't cover all that ground. That consistently for 48 minutes. Exactly. I'm saying I'm not letting that shit happen for our fourth quarters. At some point, I'm going to have to stand up and, and stay in front of my defender and make a tough shot is what I'm saying. Eventually, yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm not but talking was... about I'm not talking I'm not talking about the, the open shots. I'm talking about when I have Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown in front of me. I'm going to make it as difficult as possible to try to re-up my defense and make them have tough shots. If they're going to score 40-plus points, they're going to earn every po- po- points they get. So, so basically, that's – but that's what uh, Boston did with Steph Curry. But that's he dumb. Put, he put that's, a crazy – no, 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 no. What I'm saying is they making they make him take tough shots. He's just hitting them. Same thing with Clay. Clay was off, but he gets – like, just count, count how many times they get an open look. If they get an open look, it's going in. But when I say open look, NBA open look is like you're you're not within a foot and a half of the of the shooter. If they got a foot of space, that's an open look for the Golden State Warriors. Most of the time, they're not getting open looks, especially Steph. He's just hitting them, and that's what you want at this level. It's like so much you can do defensively. You can't hand check. You can't really. Be as aggressive as you want, running off screens. So it's kind of like caters to the offense a little bit, but it's tough to do. It's tough to do for four quarters. That's why you have stretches where it's like, I don't give a damn who's there. He gonna make this shot, and you got guys on both teams that can do that. That's why it's so exciting. It's been an uh, exciting series for me. <laughs> Let's let's tune in to Al because that nigga laughed like he was watching Eddie Murphy just now. No, Warriors and six. Al will be disappointed because I got on Boston colors right now. Warriors and six. Mm. Not only do they lose two in a row, they lose three in a row. 
Damn. Yikes. Don't try to get basketball season over with. Yo, Patty. <laughs> Game six, Clay. Just going to go ahead and go off. Give Steph his MVP. Oh, man. And, you know. <laughs> Boston, it's been a hell of a year. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. He's holding out. He's holding out. He's holding out. Somebody isn't holding out, though. But um, no Terry McLaurin. No DK Metcalf. Um, who's the other one? Debo. No, Debo's, Debo's at minicamp. Debo's at, okay. Debo's at camp. But Terry, no Terry. No DK. Um, Debo reported. Uh, Kyler Murray reported. Lamar reported. I think I'm missing somebody else who held out. Um, but my thought is specifically Terry McLaurin and DK Metcalf. Will this holdout be successful for them? Um, I'm going to say it'll be successful for Terry McLaurin because Washington believes they can compete now. Um, if you're Seattle, you got to believe you're in the middle of a rebuild, in my opinion. So if he hold out, it's like, well, we probably weren't going to win with you anyway. So if he holding out is not to his really – he don't have no leverage, in, in my opinion. Oh, come back. Y'all, I need, y'all need me to come back so we can win. No, y'all need me to come back so we can still lose. That's pretty much the situation Seattle's in. Washington really believes that they can compete right now with Carson Wentz. So to not have his number one guy there is way more leverage than than DK has. So I, I'll say Terry McLaurin is going to work out for him. And I don't know, he's, what, what is he, in the third year before Or a potential five, or is he? Terry was a second-round well, pick, right? Yeah. yeah so, so it should be a four-year deal. So he's First in four. Was, yeah. He's in year four. Because he came out with Hollywood in him. He's in that draft. Okay. But then, so that's 2019. 19 draft. I mean, if you anybody that's worth the salt that's been watching Terry McLaurin, know he got a gripe. Pay him. What are we waiting on? Y'all Why paying dudes that's fighting on the sidelines? Just pay him. Mm. <laughs> you all right over there? For me, for me, no. How the hell is he a second round pick? But um, <laughs> and Kill Harry and East Compton Brown are first picks. I'm, I'm, I'm just confused. We ain't about to revisit this. We know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just confused. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm Why are you confused? You know what happened. Like he already went back in his mind. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the move, though, Al? Who, does it does the holding out works for Terry or? For Terry, it does. Um, I don't know about them thinking they can win right now. I mean, you got they should two teams in your division that's already better than you. And that's Dallas debatable. That ain't debatable. That's Dallas extremely debatable. I'm sorry, you have two teams in your conference. Oh, sorry, in your division that were playoff teams last year. Let's let's put it that way. That way, there ain't no debate. They were already playoff teams last year. And then they added one of them added weapons. I don't know what Daryl is doing. I guess they're living off of 
five Super Bowl rings in the nineties, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. <laughs> but Philly has definitely added pieces. So for Washington, they like like you said, they got Carson Wentz on a prove it deal. He can't prove it if he don't have his receivers. I mean, I'm not falling for Carson Wentz again, but somebody believes Carson Wentz can do something. I believe both receivers are in the same position. They're looking at it like, uh, well, we rebuild or you believe uh, that we have a team that can win. Both quarterbacks haven't showed you shit. Both quarterback rooms haven't really showed you shit. I don't care what uh, year people are still living in with the almost MVP year for Carson Wentz. That don't mean a damn thing. So if I'm uh, both receivers, I'm like, well, if I got to go through this shit, y'all going to pay me. And that's just going to be is what it is. And I said the fuck out all day. You just trade me and I get to a better situation. I understand what y'all saying. Um, but I, I'm looking at it from a different uh, perspective. It's like holding out, like every point y'all made is valid. Like, Terry and them feel like they can, well, Washington feel like they can make a playoff push. Seattle is in the in the middle of rebuild, but they're trying to convince the, the veterans on the team that they're not rebuilding. Um, So that's a weird situation with DK. My thought is not particularly just the, the names, but the position itself. With so many talented wide receivers in the country the league has been the revolving door um of getting these young guys up to speed within a year or two it's kind of becoming like the running back position in a sense why by being you know a lot of teams passing the ball 60 well 45 to 50 uh, attempts per game so it's like, why would I commit high dollar to this player when I can get similar value on a rookie deal? Now, unless in like in unless you're your guy like Devontae, you know. It's like when you come in or Chase, you lose Chase because he's younger. Chase came in year one and put up historic numbers. If he continues on that trend, there's no way possible Cincinnati will let him walk because he's that special. But for guys like Terry, who I believe is really good, I think DK is, is pretty good. Those guys can be – those guys are a little closer to be replaced. DK is a big receiver – but he, he doesn't run routes freaky like Julio did at his size. You get what I'm saying? Or Calvin. So it's like I can replace that. I could find a 6'4", 4'2 guy that plays big. The way – just look at it, the way seven, like 707 is prevalent now. So you got guys constantly working and constantly getting better, and then they go to college and get – great teaching and get numbers and gets production. And they come in day one. It's like, I'm looking at it from that perspective. Like it's going to be tough unless teams feel as though, you know, he's a top five 
guy, top 10 guy, I think they might just say, you know what, just roll the dice, let him play the year out, and then let's move it's on. A, it's a weapons league, though. So it I is- get what you're saying about, you know, people go ahead and replacing receivers. I don't think you replace a top, where we want to put them, 15, top 10, 15, somewhere in there maybe. But who who's top 15? Um. I'm I'm thinking Terry could possibly be top fifteen. Oh, I get what you're saying. What? I agree. I get what you're saying. But when you start going down a list of names, it gets it gets it gets jumbled up. Right. I mean, I just don't see now. Me, I'm not crazy about DK. I think he's good, but I don't think he's like you said, Julio Jones, Hopkins, Devontae Adams. Good. I don't put him on that level at all. I just see a big, fast receiver. What are we talking about? I think I think no he can out, be. Don't break hands. He's just he's a receiver, so that's easier to replace. Terry is a person that's going to go up, fight for the ball, do the scrappy things that needs to be done for a wide receiver. That's DK as well. No. DK does that, and DK <laughs> block, and DK DK is unselfish too. He blocks in the DK run game. What are we talking about here? <laughs> You're talking about these guys are thousand yard receivers all season. Take one, take one. Right. See a thousand yard receivers. Yes. Okay. DK has twelve touchdowns last year. Twelve. The year before that, ten touchdowns. And then look, go to Terry's. Terry had a touchdowns, but he had thousand <laughs> yards, eleven hundred yards, another thousand yards. Like I mean. Uh-huh. And he had he had a bit he had Heineken throwing to him, like I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, like I, like I get what you I get what you're saying, I get what you're saying, but you know who else was a thousand yard receiver? I want to hear. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not gonna say who you think I'm gonna say. Look at T Higgins. Okay. Is T Higgins top fifteen? No. Why not? Not my opinion. He run routes crazy good. He go up and get the ball. He got hands. He got the numbers. But he's not top 15, right, in, in your opinion. Al, would you say he top 15? He he barely top two on his team. He barely top, to two, on top two on his team. But that proves, that but proves my point. That proves my point. He got 1,000-plus yards and, and damn near 10 touchdowns. But you're not going to advocate for T. Higgins to be a $25 million receiver? But he's not the number not, one. Not for Cincinnati, no. Right. But if he goes but, to but he's going to get that. But that's the point. That's the point. If I don't, if if I know Cincinnati won't commit to T Higgins for twenty plus million, and I look at Terry, and I look at Terry numbers, look what T Higgins does, look what DK can do. If I can get that production from him for ten, twelve million dollars less, I'm gonna do that. I'm just saying. Think about just it's the running back position. You can get twelve hundred yards rushing. But you hit a certain age, like nah, I ain't gonna pay you what you deserve. I'm gonna come in with the young boy who can do the same thing. That's just how the league is going. I'm just I'm just looking ahead of the trend. That's all it is. I get what you're saying. And but Washington don't have that luxury. Why don't they? Well, I mean they 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 got Dotson, right? They, they got, got Samuel. Dotson. Jahan Dotson. That's that's the young boy you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. You got you got Jahan, you got Deami Brown last year. And, and you and got you um, Chris, Chris Samuel. Samuel, yeah. And you got three running backs. 
Okay. So how like and you got to bro, Tony McLaurin was arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league last year. Say it again. He was arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league last year. I agree. I agree completely. Like I'm a Terry fan. Right. I like I'm just you. saying. Like I'm a fan of, of of both guys. I want them to get paid. I'm just saying from a business standpoint, don't be surprised if they say, you know what? It's not worth it. True. But also from a business standpoint, when you got motherfuckers like Chris and Kirk getting deals like how he got, there ain't no fucking way that Terry uh McLaurin and, and and DK gonna sit down like I wish the fuck I would step on the field right. and not get that type of deal. And I, I agree. I agree completely, but all it, all it's gonna take is the owners to like, you know what? We messed up. Let's fix it by not going down this trend. But like it's certain like certain guys warrants that type of money. And you, you're paying for potential down the line. Like, potentially in the next, say you get a full five-year deal. Will those guys still be within the top 10 of the wide receiver talk? Or top 15 of the wide receiver talk? With so many incoming guys coming in ready. You see what I'm saying? You got to look at it that way. So the question would be this. Because you said, would it be worth it for them to hold out? DK... Not, not Seattle, worth it. Like, it will, worth will it work out? Will it work out for them? Because I don't right. think it's gonna work out regardless. But I'm saying, as far as would it work out in Seattle? Because I mean, they don't really have anybody besides. I don't know who else they have really on their books right now that they have to make a priority. You don't have a quarterback, but you're probably gonna get one next year in the draft. Lock it, right? That's it. I can't yeah, think of anybody else. Already paid though. Huh? And Tyler's on the back end of his deal. Okay. He's already Tyler's on the back end of his deal. Maybe Jordan Brooks coming up, but that's going to be, what, next year? If you want to go that route. I think Ooh. he had a Pro Bowl season. Jordan Brooks. Linebacker. I think he had a Pro Bowl season. So, I mean, they don't really have anybody that they're going to prioritize. So, does it work out for him there? I don't know. I don't think so. I think DK is would probably be served better elsewhere. I get what you're saying. But at the same time, say say they can go like what's to say you stop what's to stop it from going this route? Let DK play this year out. Test the market. We can't agree on a deal with DK, but the money that we were going to allot to him, we can possibly pick up one, two, three other guys to fit that bag in production. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. But people, but like I'm just saying, teams only will, teams will, I'm telling you, they're going to treat wide receivers like running backs. But again, if that's your only receiver, it's a weapons league. Like, you can't. That's not your only Everybody ain't trying to receiver, have the same though. mindset of Baltimore and going in with one wide receiver and think this little starter pistol is going to get it done. But that's not, that's, but that's the point. That's not your only receiver. Like, even to this day, DK, not the best receiver on the team. Okay, well, nobody say it's always been that way for me. Mm. He's the biggest. He's the name. Tyler Lockett is the better receiver. It is what it is. I mean, I ain't gonna argue that because I don't. I mean, I told you I'm not really a big DK guy. Never really have been. Speaking of receivers, <laughs> the Kansas City maximized Tyreek Hill's talent. This was news to me, Al. Like when you said this, I was confused. Like what? <laughs> Go ahead, break it down for us, Al. 
So Drew Roserhouse was doing a, a podcast interview, if you will, and um, it kind of looks like damage control about um, Tyreek taking this, pretty much taking the money and running to Miami. And he was just speaking on the Chiefs just using him strictly as a deep ball receiver um he felt like he was underutilized and miami um working with tour in miami it looks like he's going to get the ball you know at multiple levels at multiple layers instead of just you know being a deep ball threat or being a reverse gadget guy so i think he bugging i mean Nigga got that good shit down Miami. That's what the fuck it is. <laughs> Nigga high as a bitch. You can't watch Kansas City games and, and, and just think he was just a deep threat. Of course, that's one of his, his fastest of his game that he had in his bag. But it's been clutch performance that we done seen. Shit, even the fucking uh, the Buffalo game. That wasn't a, d- a deep route. That was like what? An in route that turned that into a like it's been multiple occasions where we've been seeing him get in the game and and take something that's two or three yards and 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 make it a bomb or do something. He's just a fucking he a monster when it was his speed. I just think, like you said, trying to clear some shit up and trying to act like you know justify his decision to go down to Miami. Can you explain to me how you underutilize a guy in six years has? 500 yard receptions, over 6,600 yards, yeah. and 56 touchdowns. How many targets does this thing get? <laughs> that, <laughs> right. about the knows what the, I don't even know what the targets are, but that's just – that's just um, – The Hills targets, 159 targets for seventh in the league in 2021. He has – in his career, he has a total of 708 targets. Fuck out of here! <laughs> in his one, two, three, four, five, six year career, seven hundred targets, and they use this nigga in returns. How under? Like, come on now, bro. I mean, I refuse to be a Kansas City apologist, but what I will say is this: Drew Rosenhaus high. <laughs> That's clear. <laughs> like, I don't see the need to. To bash a team after you left them, like I never, I never felt that way. Even, even like in relationships, anything for me bashing the person I was with, like I chose to be with that person. Like that's that that don't even that look bad on me as well right. as that person. You know what I'm saying? Like bash that hoe. <laughs> like this <laughs> is crazy. I'm trying to tell y'all, nigga. <laughs> like yo, like come on, man. Like it don't need to bash bash Kansas City, but in, in this case, it don't make sense. Like we see, uh-huh. all right. So what? So what are you gonna get more? More fly sweeps in in uh <laughs> in, in Miami? That's what it is. He gonna run more more tunnel screens. He gonna be in the backfield running the option with Tua. Like what? It's gonna be like him and him and uh what's the what's the running back, the fast one? Drake. Not Drake. Uh, Raheem Mostert? Mostert, yeah. Mostert. Him and Mostert will run read option or something. Like what's like what are we doing? 
Like, like you, you did it all. Like he got every route there is. He done ran it. He been decoy. He been deep threat. Like that's weird. That's just such a weird statement. Like, but I do need to see his uh on his YouTube channel. He got a um like like a fifteen minute video. Said it's title. It needs to be said. Yeah. It needs to be said. So I need to figure out. I need to watch that. Maybe we can come back and revisit it. Um, we break that down. Because obviously it was a shock to all of us, you know, when they let him go. That's one of the players that we thought a team won't let go because he just right. means so much to the offense. Mm-hmm. You can't replace that. <laughs> At least, you know, as easy to replace. The direct quote was We felt that Tyreek was underutilized and wasn't fully appreciated. And that they really weren't taking full advantage of all his ability and talent. It's only one part of that I agree with, and that he the he wasn't kind of appreciated part. That he got paid, but he ain't get with the numbers Tyree putting up. Man, you got to get paid, paid. <clears throat> so, I they decided not to pay him. So at that point, he's underappreciated. That's the only thing I can agree with. He's been utilized. Trust me, we know. So, but you know what's funny about Tyreek Hill? Do y'all think the um the way the season ended for them plays a part in in, in this statement? Because mm-hmm. you know we always we say Tyreek Hill's speed is such a threat that defensive coordinators gotta you know, package certain defenses just for him. Players got to be extremely disciplined in how they play their coverage because of him. But you look at that game against Cincinnati, it's a lot of times where Mahomes was running for his life or just ain't no way to go with the football. He couldn't find Tyreek. You know what I mean? I think that was overutilization. I mean, okay. you just take the last play of the half. Like, you sitting there waiting for Tyreek to pop open on this little out route mm-hmm. that's not in the end zone, and you don't have any timeouts, and the time is gone. So, but you just looking down Tyreek. That's overutilization. The reason that the Bengals were able to come back is because you were just looking for Tyreek. And you call the route. When you was trying to go for touchdowns outside of the end zone, out of the end zone, right? <laughs> he needs some milk. And he got jammed. I ain't. I think he got jammed too. Did <laughs> he get jammed at the line? It don't matter. And he got choked out a little bit at the line too. That's why. I, I don't know. I thought it was just a regular flight. You talking about the end and the half? Yeah, I think I thought he got choked out a little bit. Like, oh, I thought uh, it was just a regular. Can get flight. Up this line. That <laughs> was just a regular flight, bro. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Taywan, let's get to it, man. Cause I see you in the group. Was that was that your uh, your classic lineup? That that's that's my, me personally. That's my my either run or pass lineup. Either run or pass. Your classic defensive front four in the all time would be who? In a four three, it would be Reggie White at end. Warren Sapp at the tackle, 
Aaron Donald at D tackle. And I don't even remember who the hell I put as the fourth one. I don't know. I think I put yeah, Bruce. Michael no. <laughs> uh, I was just my bad. I was just playing. <laughs> it was Bruce Smith. It was Bruce Smith, yeah. And Bruce Smith at, at the other end. And in parentheses, lazy answer. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Smith is such a lazy answer. I wanted to give a different person, but I thought all of it is a lazy answer. Well, <laughs> well you arguably you put arguably wait a minute. A two of the best players at each position. A no brainer and a lazy answer is different. That's lazy. <laughs> Aaron Donald and Warren Sapp are no-brainers. Not necessarily. Reggie White, in my opinion, is a no-brainer. That's lazy. It's not lazy, but are you asking for the best all time? So to me, that's you, a, it's, you can't you can't be lazy on an all-time when those people are who they are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean it's no denying Bruce Smith. Like, he has the most sacks in history. Like Reggie White. Said- that's the lazy part of it for me, though. Yeah. Bruce Smith, right? The Bruce Smith? Yeah, Bruce Smith having the most sacks. That's I feel like that part is lazy. I agree. Like, I completely agree with you. That's, the, that's why I put lazy answer. Right. Bruce Smith is such a lazy White. answer. I'm so, sorry. I'm going to give mine. All of it is a lazy. Like, so, all of it is. Reggie before, White, before, to me. Before, Al, Al, before you start, okay. can, you, can, take, can you come up with honorable mentions that's like that have you actually thinking, like, well, I'd rather put this people that you can't yeah. touch. Like, you know how we do, you know, yeah. the, uh, so you have that. Right. You have yes. that right. Okay. And that's why, see, that thought process is why I say is lazy because you just pick, you just look at this. Oh, he the greatest, he the greatest, I just he the greatest. That's lazy. But if you say all-time best, I mean, I feel like you have to put the all-time best in that all-time. But that's why? like, that goes without saying, like, that's like saying, all right, I'm going to pick the all-time NBA five. Everybody going to pick Mike. Okay, okay. I see what like, you're saying. That's lazy. All right, so, so mm-hmm. if we, if we want to put well, should I wait until what everybody else mean? give theirs before I say yeah. my audible let's, message? Let's, let's do the all times because I'm going to have my shit a little bit different. So all right. Because I, w- I would say, John, to me, John Randall was, was a monster. John, yes. Lord, I saw John Randall. Right. John Randall was a was a monster. Right? Yes, Lord. Um, To me, I'm a Javon Curse guy. I love Javon Curse. Yeah. Right? No, you're uh, giving out my goddamn four right now. Oh, my <laughs> bad. My, my bad. But they, they asked for honorable mentions. Um. To me, personally, I'm a Haloti Nada guy. I'm a Haloti. Now, he wasn't all-time great, but he, he fits what I want to do. He was a pass rusher, and he was a run stopper. So, Haloti Nada. Um, you, J.J. Watt. You know what's the funny uh, thing, though, with your front four, the, the all-time four? I wouldn't be scared to run at that against that defense. You better be scared to run against my defense. Only, only like I'm going to run to the weak link. Who? Warren? Aaron Donald's not the weak link. In the run game. Yes. No. If you put two or three guys on him like people do consistently, yes. All right. Okay. Aaron is a beast in the run game, too. Watch him closer. He's he's a little weak link in the run game. Out of them four. Just out of them four. four, Yeah, probably. He's a weak link. That's what I said. He's got to be a weak link in the run game against those four, bro. Like, I mean. That's a hell of a weak link, though. I'm just saying. All the four I mentioned can right. play multiple techniques too. Every every one of them, all of them can play everything but zero, in my opinion, zero technique. But go ahead. I put Sap at zero with that quickness. Right, Sap was definitely zero. I could put him there. Aaron Donald. He's gonna like playing it. I was on Sap there. 
Okay. Yeah, Sapp definitely is a Jerry Rose. He just don't like playing Gerald Tech. Like he's had it as like you don't get enough. He don't feel like he get enough sacks right there or pressures right there at Gerald Tech. So he hates playing. I'm more I'm more but, concerned. Um curious about your uh current four than the all time. So let me say I my think all time would be I think everybody all time would be similar. Mm-hmm. Well John said he got a different one, so, but go ahead, Al. Reggie White, of course, favorite defensive end ever. It's crazy how strong he was to be that small. Like, that's crazy. Just throwing guys. John Randall is the guy who, one of the defensive tackles that made me watch football. John Randall is definitely on my top four all the time. I'm going to go Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald is amazing right now. And my last four, since you said Bruce Smith, and I thought that was a lazy answer, I'm going to go DeMarcus Wood. Just like I don't feel like anybody else would put DeMarcus Wood in there. DeMarcus but I think yeah, DeMarcus Wood, he, he was a monster. He could pressure, um, could play that outside spot, could play the run, could play the pass. For I had him more the outside spot, but go ahead. Yeah. And even just as just rushing the pass alone, DeMarcus Wood got some stuff in his game where people are still using today. Like, oh no, I'm watching DeMarcus Wade to pick this up. Like, it's crazy. But another favorite of mine, like you said, was Curse. Just got to mention the Gator. Freak. Ooh. Freak athlete. Curse. Um, we ain't old enough to mention guys like Joe Green. But <clears> the <throat> whole time. I mean, time has to play a factor in it. And give him the coat and get him off my list. Somebody asked a question. <laughs> Who is that? Let me see. Let me check his Facebook. Let me double check. Oh, Tony. What's up, Tony? He asked a question. If D4 is released, do the Ravens take a look? I thought D4 was a... I pretty no. know. We don't take a look. I'd rather get three figures than that. I'm going to say, is he playing wide receiver? What the fuck we keep looking? Never mind. <laughs> right. Let's go ahead and get the Ninja Turtle. Go ahead, John. Got the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, I like what Tay have put at like he... <laughs> nigga got the like the little the little. I hate y'all so much, bro. Matter of fact, yeah, yeah, movie, hey, hey, Tay, hey, Tay, did you see that movie Total Recall and shit? When you had the little alien come out the fat nigga and shit, and he had the little fucked up hands. <laughs> I didn't see it, yo. See, you gotta go watch that. Yeah, just for the hands. Uh, Ninja Turtle. Nigga got Raphael playing the goddamn three four on this bitch. Yo, yo. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Y'all pissing me off with this. <laughs> but uh, I like what Tate did. He said I wanted to stop the run, so I wanted to. Uh, I was thinking about building the team just to. If I need to stop the run on fourth down, fourth goal, I wanted to put up a team that was like I could feel comfortable doing that. So I'm going to do it like this. If I had to stop the run, my team would be Hainsworth, Wilford. Yeah. Um, uh, Suggs to help set the edge. I wanted to put Seymour, but I don't really want him in there. Shit. 
And I will probably put Sat in that to help. But if I want to uh, create a pass rush, I'm going to have to go. I want to go Derek Thomas, Jerome Brown. I'm going to go Jared Allen with. Push the pocket of the D tackle. I'm not saying him. I'm gonna go Randall. Just that all that fight game plan. Like it's it'll be difficult. Jerome Brown. I thought you're talking about Gilbert Brown. I don't know if I, no. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went to Gilbert Brown. But Gilbert Brown was a monster too, though. Yeah. It's interesting. No, none of y'all put the put the guy in there. Who JJ. I mentioned him as honorable. honorable. My last honorable. Matter of fact, I actually want to take Demarcus Well off and put in Von Miller because I didn't know we could put. Wow, him back. I was just thinking straight defense. To me, Von can't possibly be a four-three defense man. Nah, he got he got stand up. He got to stand up. He got to stand yeah. up. All right, I stay away then. You know, I'm a I'm a JJ fan, but all the knock on him is uh, you can't stay healthy. A lot of the niggas that y'all like can't stay healthy either. So a nigga put up twenty sacks, you know, in his prime years. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's tough. Like damn, no love for JJ. Okay, we listening. What's yours? I ain't got none. Oh, my <laughs> God. This all right, all right, all right. Out of the guys y'all didn't mention, see what I'm saying? Like all the time, y'all y'all mention the guys. Mm-hmm. So I'll say um, that could do both. Let's go. Let's go, Freeney. On the edge, I'm not edge. Well, at end. Mm-hmm. Um, I put white in. Well, I put white there because he, you know, he could play everything zero to, to seven, damn mm-hmm. it, and make plays. So I go Freeney. I go white. Um, I want somebody that's gonna push. Oh, I go Cam Haywood. I show Cam Haywood some love. <laughs> Nigga said. <laughs> Subtle handshake, no. Because he's still like, yo, Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Cam with dog. I can't, I can't knock it. Actually, no, I'm going to take him out. He's a stealer. Can't, I'm sorry. Can't even do that. Well, figured you come to your senses. Yeah, I can't do that. Sorry, Cam. Respect your game, though. Damn, see, now I'm about to put another steal in. Oh, shucks. John put a Patriot in. So, get all that. Who? Put Vince in. That nigga Hurricane. Vince, no, he spent more years in New England than he did in Miami. Forget all that. What are you thinking, sir? He spent some great years in Miami. He spent some great years in Miami. One year in Miami. That's your whole life. Oh man, I go Watt, Freeney. I'm surprised y'all because I think he's still playing, but I think he's an all time great. Fletcher Cox and um, and Michael Strahan. I can't put Mike in there. Actually, no, I like I like Jason Taylor more than Strahan. I put Jason Taylor. Oh my god, I like JT. This recovering football last nigga. Make it to the fuck of fame. Thank you, nice. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My bad. 
Jason Taylor, get up out of there with the quickness. With the quickness. Give me Peppers. God damn it. Give me Julius Peppers. Yeah, yes, Lord. Freeing your Peppers is me, man. Yes, that's pretty yes, mean. Yes, Lord. Sam, yo, Sam Adams was cool. Um, I was the other, I was thinking about Casey Hampton when I said mm-hmm. not, uh came here. I was mm-hmm. thinking Casey Hampton because he could push the hell out of a pocket. What if, you, what if you get Casey Hampton and uh, what's the big motherfucker from uh, that was that playing at Green Bay for all them years? Gilbert, Gilbert Brown. Brown. Gilbert Brown. Yeah. yeah, that's mean, sir. Yeah, out of here. That's mean. I wish I would. You ain't running in the A or B gaps. Nah. At all. <laughs> and the extra, you know, the fat side, that's a C gap too. So you ain't running over there either. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Brown. Yeah, he, and then you still got like he, some guys who played that were you know don't get mentioned often. Like we mentioned Gilbert, we mentioned Casey, um, Brian Stubblefield, Dana Stubblefield. I mean, yeah, Dana yeah. Stubblefield, yeah. Brian, Brian Young. Stubblefield was was a dog in there. I actually like Neil Smith at Casey and Neil. Yes, Neil was another one on the end that was really good. There's a couple honorable mentions that's still playing that I've been waiting for the next portion of this. I saw but... your, uh, your current guys. Let's see. Who are your current guys? My current guys were um who was it? Aaron Donald was on the current list. Oh, but in fact, should we for, for current guys, should we do three four? Should we three down linemen? We can but that's a different pers- that's a different thing, but yeah, we can do that. Um, oh, I mean, oh, oh, we can do all right, we can do three down linemen afterwards. All right, so Four down linemen, I had um obviously the Aaron Donald. I had um I'm trying to remember who else I had like on that joint, but I gotta see. Gotta look it up and see real see. quick. So I'm gonna take my four favorite then while you're looking that up. Not necessarily four favorite. I think four four guys. Um I'm gonna go Lil Racer Joe over there in San Francisco. Both of <laughs> Yes. Damian Rice, that's a great one. I'm gonna go. Um, oh my gosh! I'm gonna go Cam Jordan. I like Cam Jordan. Love man. Cam, man. Yeah. I love yeah, Cam. my two defensive tackles gonna be Aaron Donald and Chris Jones. All right. First of all, this is this is way this is way harder to me, obviously. But we mentioned Nada, Tony. We, we show love to Nada. Yeah, definitely, definitely show love to Nada. Um, and sucks before you even. I mean. I picked Don Earn Donald, Chris Jones at D tackle. I picked Nick Bosa on the edge on D intimate. And I picked Montez Sweat. Monster. Montez Sweat is a we already know. We already know. We we yeah, the jet. My my honorable mentions on that list was Armstead and uh and Indy. Um That's not, not, not Armstead. Butler's in Indy. Buckner, I'm at the force Buckner and Indy. Um, I just, it's just so many people that you could kind of plug and play here. Cam Jordan, obviously, is 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 a monster. Uh, but um, I think you almost got to put Indomitian Sue as a as a as a um, all time great. As a, uh, he's still playing technically, so. I'll put him as an alternate, not necessarily now, but for what he's done for real. Um, and I think other edge players that I'm trying to think defensive end. I'm trying to be make sure I'm picking a defensive end, but 
and it's it's kind of tough, honestly. But the three four is kind of is a little bit easier because you can it's a certain body type you're looking for. But I just roll with those guys. Okay. Anybody else ready? Not yet. So, all right. So I'm gonna go Vita Vea. You gotta. Y'all know this. Y'all know this. Vita Vea for my three four. I keep going my three four. Either way, I want Vita Vea. Like, come on now. I'm going Vita Vea. Um. I feel like TJ can do it all. I feel like TJ might be the best pass rusher in the league. Like, I think mean, TJ could stand up and put his hand in the dirt and wreak havoc. He plays, what's the name, technically, but yeah, I get what you're saying. He's he playing outside linebacker, right? Correct. Right. All right, okay, so I can't get TJ. But God, oh, yeah. A lot of respect. Oh, man. Damn. I ain't ready neither, T. <laughs> it's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. Akeem Hicks, in my opinion, is a, another honorable mention he's guy. Still, he's still playing. He's still playing. Like, yeah, like, I mean. Yeah, yo. Just dominant and, and, and smart. Akeem Hicks might be one of the smartest guys I've ever watched film of watch film, if that makes sense. Like, just watching yeah, him break down film. Right, right. Like, and he picking up like tendencies that you wouldn't even think of. And right. he set them up beautifully, man. His he probably got the best swim move mm-hmm. from that, that three tech position. Like he gets there so quick. Like he used leverage ext- like extremely well. It's crazy because almost every D lineman, every D line coach in the country preaches against the swim. And that's his signature move. He kills you. Like, like it's it's so quick. Like you shouldn't be doing this. Right. Don't do it. Well, everybody right. but a king. <laughs> do it. I, hey, I don't know, John. You go ahead. You, you probably got more guys than me. Nah, I mean, you took one of the players that I had stashed. I was like, I know he ain't going to say it, but he motherfucker said it. Who, who I won't say Vita Vea? Like, Vita Vea, Jeffrey Simmons, Miles <laughs> Garrett, Max Crosby. Hmm. Miles Garrett. Who forgets Miles Garrett, bro? I was an outside linebacker. That's I why I said him. No, that nigga DN. He ain't standing up. Yeah, he's a DN. He's a DN. I don't know how I forgot Miles Garrett, bro. The Miles DN. I was thinking of offensive outside linebacker. So, yeah. You said Max Crosby, too? Yeah. yeah. I like I like Miles better than the Bosa brothers. I was about to say, yeah. Move Agreed. both out, then. I'll take – Yeah, yeah switch Bosa for, for Miles Garrett, and I'll have Cam Jordan hold down the other – that right there, that lineup, you can run past no matter what. You got a handful. It don't you matter. That, you ain't you playing coverage. Seven, you dropping seven in coverage all day long. Jeez. Somebody getting home. Somebody Double getting on that. Somebody is getting home. Vita Vey and Jeffrey Simmons are gonna put somebody on their ass. That's kind of unfair. <laughs> that, like it's crazy. Oh man. That's what? That's tough right there. That's a tough tandem to beat, though, when you think about that 
interior tandem. God. What you going to do with that? I think John won the interior tandem <laughs> part for sure. And remember, Miles, Miles Garrett, too, was just. I'm just saying, his whole four is just insane. Yeah. I mean, I ain't, you know, the Crosby thing is like, you know, he, he, he dominant. But I mean, I was I was gonna put Chandler in there, but I was like, I can't because he be hurt too, and he stand up a lot, so he like up and down stand up. Right. So I wanted somebody who gonna actually touch that ground and set the edge a little bit better. Like three of the people he John said, I can't, I can't make an argument to replace. Uh, but I I don't think this type of question is you know right or wrong. Right or wrong, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's best of the best. Mm-hmm. Because the four you mentioned, is like, you can't go wrong with those guys. Uh, then T1 throw out honorable mentions so guys can't mention them again. <laughs> no, I mean, you can you can mention them. I would just mention them for my honorable mention, guys. Well, Rashawn Gary would be an honorable mention for me. Kenny Clark. Okay. Kenny, I like Kenny, Kenny Clark. I was a big Rashawn Gary fan too, but he he, he, he getting there. Yeah. He I mean he ain't Michigan Rashawn Gary just yet. So. Kenny Clark though. Yeah, Kenny Clark there. Uh. Hargrave had a hell of a year last year too. What's the dude in 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 New England that got hurt? Um, I can't remember his name, but he was he was destroying stuff until he got hurt, and then he set out the pandemic year. I think I can't remember his name. Damn. Was it a, uh, first thought came to my mind was interior. I was thinking about Barmore, but I I think I, it is Barmore, ain't it? It's Barmore. Christian Barmore. Yeah. Barmore. I think it's Barmore. Bama. <laughs> so, all right. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to name four guys that hasn't been mentioned yet. Current players. Uh. I can think of three right off break. Two off break. The the ends, I'm sorry, the ends are like easier than the D tackles. Damn. Maybe. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Go with me. Go with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Zedarius. I'm gonna go. Man, that was a Darius, man. I'm gonna say it. Hey, it is what it is. Just, just watch him line up at three tech and see the type of havoc he wreaks. That's I'm not denying that. I just don't like. Like, <laughs> I put his running mate. I go to Darius, Daniel Hunter. On the on the on the at ends. Um, 
I keep thinking about Buffalo, but I don't think I can't think of nobody name up in Buffalo. I go Fletch, Fletcher Cox, and oh, what's the boy? Grady Jarrett. Oh, and a- ATL. Yeah, I go Grady Jarrett. I okay. was thinking Ogan, not Ogan Joby. I think Ogan Joby. I said no, I like Grady better. Now, as you said, yours. Some other guys, honorable mention guys. You could go Muhammad Wilkinson. Um, you could go Muhammad Wilkinson still in the league. Yeah, on the active roster. He could like, be. He was look, Muhammad Wilkinson was legit. I was about to put Calais in there at you know what I mean at three tech somewhere. Leonard Williams, you could go. Leonard Williams, you could go. Uh, yeah, what's the dude? What's the dude from? Um, the one that was fighting on the sideline and and uh, Jonathan. yeah, Jonathan and Payne, yes. Yeah, you could go, you know, those guys. Um, so yeah, so I, I want to see how Chase Young bounced back from injury. Yes. Yeah. What about um Armstead? Like him. I like yeah. Armstead. Eric Armstead, pretty good. <laughs> Three, four. Three four, that's that's a layup. Three four, Vita Vea, <laughs> Cam Hayward, and who else do I want to put there, bro? So tough. Stephon to it retired, <sighs> but that have been a good one. So tough, bro. But me, sheesh. So tough, but I think I you could. I think Cam Jordan could play could play that three four in as well. That's just me yeah. personally. Uh, I'm trying to think of a no. This is what I'll do. I'll do. I'll put Vita Vea at the three four the other end on three. I'll put him at the tackle. I'll put um. Cam, I mean not Cam Jordan, Cameron Hayward at the end, and at nose tackle, I'll put. Linval Joseph was – he's still playing technically. But back in the day, Linval Joseph was legit. But currently, nose tackle – shocks, I'm trying to think of my nose. I got to put Bevea back and I got to go Cam Jordan. So that's my 3-4 defensive front. You can't you, – Cam Jones is just a weak link in the run, but I'm trying to think. I can't replace him with nobody right now. That's a DM. You can. Oh, oh what am I thinking? Easy. I can replace him. Calais. I'm going to go right. Calais. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm sitting here thinking. I'll go Calais. To be fair, you could even replace him in the run game. You could even go Clowney. Yeah. Clowney can't play three, four defensive end. He can play outside linebacker. But three, four defensive ends, you talking about guys playing at four. He can play four. Four technique type. You know what I mean? Three. He can play four. 
You think he's not strictly a, he's not strictly a five technique guy? Who Jadavian? Yeah. Oh, we seen him at four and muscling people in the run game. That's one thing he does extremely well. I don't know about getting to the passer too often. Well, consistently. But run game? It's funny the people that John don't like, bro. <laughs> which one is that? Make a list of that. That 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 is that's a list right there. That's <laughs> a top list. But that list right hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fire list. Three, four guys. Mm. I'm trying not to mention the people of our already been said. Right. I don't see how you not have. I don't see how you not have Vita Vey at the defensive tackle at the nose. John messed us up with that one, boy. I don't know how we forgot Joe. Well, okay. some of us ain't forget. I don't see how you would not have him at the nose. And then. I'm going to go. Uh, are you still doing your list, my bad? I about to say, do I want to put Brad Chubb there somewhere? I don't think so. Y'all go ahead. Me too. I'm going to go uh, DeForest Buckner at nose. Demontis Lawrence. Uh. We retired. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, man. I was thinking about Demarcus Ware. My bad. <laughs> and uh, you know, Shaq Bird. And outside linebacker. Shaq outside linebacker. Yeah. I thought you put we doing ends. Yeah, in my end of my book. <laughs> well, the three four is a little different. Y'all know it's technically like. How does it's like, like when you think about it, think of, of Cam Hayward, Tuit, and Alawalu. Like th- those are like three. That's a mean ass three. You want three. you want big guys that that can play two gaps, Correct. and also you know set edge and get home. Right. You gotta be big enough to to handle you know seven hundred pounds of man. Pause. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I could, I could figure a way, a better way to say it. it had to be a better way. Richard Seymour would have been a good one for the um, all time thing. That's a good, yeah, it's a good one. That's tough, man. It's just so tough, bro. Like, ah. Uh... Oh, I would say oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me go. Tim, you said Calais, right? Yeah. Al said Vita. You put the force inside. All right. I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna put Cam inside. No, you already said Cam. I can't use Cam again. Having the same person is not a bad thing. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. No, like I said, I don't understand how you not have Vita Vega in those. Like, I just. Like, from watching him in Washington, that's a nose tackle. Like, <laughs> that's a dominant nose tackle. Just watching him in Washington to today. Like, I'm going to give you some, uh, some names y'all probably ain't even thinking of. I'm going to go. Brandon Graham. Okay. 
Um, I want to say Brian Burns, but he stand up a lot. And Brian, Brian, yeah, he, he probably he probably a good four three with him. I about say I thought he was four three over there. Yeah, so I would go Brandon Graham. Um. Trey Hendrickson. I'm going Trey Hendrickson. Okay. And shucks. <laughs> he ain't playing down yet. That'd be petty. <laughs> Nigga, I was so close to putting Jordan Davis there. <laughs> right. He, he ain't playing down yet. Um <laughs> uh, I probably go uh I go Kenny Clark. Okay. Yeah. Rolling X if the Ravens are oh, Jesus. Oh shit, it's rolling. Oh Lord. You said rolling. I no, I I'm, I'm fine. Man, no, I'm rolling. rolling the guy. The Ravens question, I said, oh Jesus. But that's a good segue though. That's a really good segue. If the Ravens had a thirteen hundred yard and a thousand yard wide receiver and a six hundred yard tight end, would the fans complain as much? The answer to that question when do they I have believe it? is yes. What the fans you, is still he, find a way to complain. What do you do they have this? Complain about what? Complain about Roman? Yes. Right. I mean you can have the yards you want first and third quarters, but if situational play calling comes down and it still sucks and we need it on fourth down, I mean, fourth quarter, fourth down, and you still doing dumbass rollouts to Mark Andrews and ain't no other wide receiver open over this month, then yes, yes, that's the complaint. That's a legit well, complaint. Y- y'all do realize a lot of um, Mark Andrews freelance a whole lot. Mm-hmm. A whole lot where it's like he shouldn't even be in certain areas. But it happens. Well, guess what? Other people need to start freelancing. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Somebody got to do something else. Or else we just can't have Willie Sneed run right here. Next, next to people all goddamn day. <laughs> but, all right. So so in your mind, the numbers ain't got nothing to do with it. Y'all don't care about the numbers. It, it's, it's situational with y'all. Yeah, my, issue, my, my issue with the play call and the situation. My issue is when it comes time to be great, to have a great game plan and to even when that game plan doesn't work and to have a backup game plan, we don't have that backup game plan. And that's been on either side of the football. You can pick a game and it'd be either side of the football. When stuff start getting a little hairy, we don't have a backup plan. We don't have a counter punch. We don't have an adjustment. That's the issue. So I don't care if we got four 1,000 yard receivers. If when divisional round of the playoffs come, we revert back to the same people we was coaching and play calling wise. That's the issue. So who was six hundred? If the tight end was thirteen hundred, the receiver was a thousand. Who was six hundred? Basically, you got Bateman? down to Bateman. Bateman got did that and missed like what five games, and had significant less targets than the two guys with a thousand yards. Huh? Said with one touchdown. Yeah. Productive as hell. 
That's situational play calling. Get that man the ball. But that I, I don't that question can't pertain to this year just broadly because you're gonna get Gus out with Brack, you'll get DK back. I mean, I mean, it's just gonna be a different type of a team. I'm not yeah. trying to get that out of the tight end group. It's, it's it really it, it don't matter. They people they're gonna complain a lot. Last ball is complain. Like just to be fair, like like Al mentioned before, you got you got Kansas City fans complaining about their offense. We on the outside looking in, like Kansas City is the bee's knees, but they gonna complain. Green Bay fans complain about Green Bay's offense. No matter how it goes, it's complaining right. is what's name of the game. That's it's part of the business, actually, at this point. Right. That's that's what's going to be. But um, speaking of complaining in the name of the game and the Ravens, <laughs> hey, well, how you feel about Lamar Jackson reporting the camp today? You excited? I I feel the same way I've been feeling when I've been saying it the whole last month and a half. It's not about – I never thought he was holding out for uh, a pay because they already said they would pay him whenever he's ready. My issue is you just lost your number one target. Get there and get this work in number with these new target. guys. Number two target. You're <laughs> why, only wide receiver, number one wide receiver target. Get there and get to working with these new guys in the system with your coaches. That's my issue. So the, the fact that he's there now, okay, great. And I tell y'all, tell everybody, like I said before, he should have been there. That's just what it is. Like if you head of a franchise, you got to be there. That's just what it is. But well, he already put the work in with them offseason. Okay. Oh, well, you need all the work you can get. This is the time where you need to be like, look, hey, hey, Greg, look, I ain't really feeling this shit, bro. Look, get this, put that shit in the vault. <laughs> that's a whole Let's get something else. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Though, like these, like this time to work out the kinks. Though, like, like look, put that joint in the vault. Let's get something else working for real. I'm really feeling this. Whatever the case may be, that motherfucking vault, boy. That shit yeah, that dangerous. Vault. That shit dangerous, boy. He got some heat in there. <laughs> he ain't gonna never open it. He ain't gonna it's open in it. there. It's, it's in, in there. there. <laughs> like I, I ain't never give up on a season a day of my life like I did when I heard that shit. I said, "We got some shit in the vault." I said, "Yeah, the fuck, all right." Draft season, draft time. Uh, if that ain't, hey, hey, listen, if y'all heard this interview a couple weeks ago, y'all probably give up on the season right now. Because no. he said he said he was out there. We got guys out there running routes, um, combinations that you know they look good, but we probably wouldn't even run them in the game. What the fuck? What are they? They just out there running and shit. The that's why. You know what? I take back. I take it back, Lamar. That's why they say show up. Right. We run a stuff. We gonna run in a game. This niggas out there have a gym class. All right. All right. Bro. <laughs> you know what, Lamar? I apologize. I apologize, Lamar. If your offensive coordinator said that with his comb over, I apologize. It's not on you, Lamar. Go back to South Florida and, and do what you're doing, whatever you can. Just work on your audibles is all I'm saying. Because when he calls some BS right. we from the sideline, you be like, no, whiskey, whiskey, tango, whiskey, tango. Switch it up or something. Just throw anything in there. Roll his head. 
We here talking about Lamar. He talking about they gonna run the stuff they ain't running in a game. Come on, man. Let's do high. <laughs> Roland said he just finds that a lot of complaints about our receiving talent is just fans not used to seeing a tight end dominant. Also, how many wide receivers in the NFL would do more than what Hollywood did with 150 targets and 91 receptions? And how many had 97 or 95 receptions? I mean, mean, that's 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 valid. If you get Bateman 150 targets, he getting way more than 91 catches. And he he preaches to the choir. I don't think nobody here is 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 complaining about these wide receivers. Uh, uh, take that back. Who? Oh Lord, Al. That's right, Al. I forgot you want them to bring Willie Sneed back. (laughs) They want to have wide receivers on his team to do more than fucking block. L one, I want him to try Julio in. That's what it is. I personally want a Julio jersey. Yes. <laughs> Go buy your Falcons jersey. You got plenty of them. Yeah. Goddamn Falcons jersey. They got them to save a lot right now. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, like. The talent is there. And see, again, right, it's not to the talent. talent. It's Greg Roman got them niggas out there running gym plays and shit. That's that's what yeah. it is. But but let's like let's be fair. The system that they want to run, and that the Ravens have championed. When you think about it, for like damn near twenty years, is utilize utilizing. Tight end dominant sets. The history of uh, of of the franchise. You can name. You're, you're more likely to name tight ends that were successful here than you would wide receivers. That's just that's just how they want to go. And from a X's and O's standpoint, when you get guys like Mark. If Charlie Cole or Isaiah Lightly can pan out what we think they can be, that's a hell of a mismatch. That's a like, especially when the run game is going, and then you know you got guys on the outside that can catch and get yak. That's that's tough to deal with. We recognize the talent. We just asking for some fucking creativity. We don't want no Amish woman staying home with the missionary nigga we want some hot girl bend the fuck over do some creativity some shit like nigga come on get that ball the fuck out of there i like how you think nigga. some cousin like faith these need some cousin <laughs> faith in their life right. <laughs> don't need the girl showing the ankle nigga. we need magic city out this bitch hold on right. fuck. oh we're gonna run we're gonna run and remember the titans playbook roll out left right. roll out right Oh, sweep okay. left, sweep right. Nigga, we the remember them over the days. When do you update from the 20 years? Because like, the 2000 Ravens defense ain't coming through that door. Like, and I, I'm the I'm the advocate, like, when you sit there and look at the route combinations, the route combinations are very similar to what everybody run. His biggest downfall is the play calling. And play timing. That's it. The same routes, the same route combinations that we would run get ran in damn near other 31 teams. It just looks it looks better there because it's called at the right time. That's his biggest issue, man. Like sometimes you got to pass the sticks. 
<laughs> like, let niggas watch from the side. Give me the controller. Let me move on game coordinator. We That's all it is. Like, bro, just pass the sticks. Like, you, you, you got the right idea, but no, not yet. Not yet. Like, um, you look at the the uh the Browns game this year with Lamar threw four picks. Three out of the four picks were the same formation, the same route combination. Two of them, the quarterback made a dumb decision. But the fact that you kept coming to this play is an issue for me. Like you, you, you come into this play and throwing it, you know, get that that cover two look and they triangle and mark, and Lamar's still trying to force it there. Like, hold up, man, let's switch this. Shit. Actually, and then actually, technically, three of the four picks was on Lamar, but. Whatever. I need to hit mm-hmm. on that. Sure. Maybe he had an issue with it too. He had an issue with staring down the receiver. Yeah, <laughs> that's his issue. Mm. That's a massive issue. Like, come on, man, fix that shit. That's the only reason he should have been there to work out with these receivers. So that's just down, down or rocks so that they ain't gonna run in the game. Yeah. <laughs> but but like timing with receivers like out he missed what six practices that's a lot and of he practices. Got how many more to go that's a lot of practices i don't know how many more he got to go but that's a, lot a whole of lot like i like i can i can sacrifice six when i'm working out when i'm working on my game I can sacrifice six practice at, at voluntary camp. At voluntary camp, while I'm working on my game, I can sacrifice six. I so can't what do you mean, sacrifice, party or something? Like I can't sacrifice six practices and I'm out there playing golf and not working out. I love Lamar. I love Lamar. But but people make a lot of excuses for Lamar in this instance. Oh, it's voluntary. We know it's voluntary, but it's a difference between being good and being great. And it ain't like he coming off a Super Bowl win. We coming so, off losing and not even a playoff win. I mean, not even a playoff berth. And then the year before that, you lose in the I playoffs. Mean, and the year before that, you lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like, you can't get better by – Can I be one of those fans that you're talking about? This, this, is the first, this is the first voluntary camp he missed. And he chose to miss it while working on his game. Can I be one of those one of those? He ain't Josh Allen, though he ain't playing golf. Please, please, can I he be one Aaron of those? Rogers, he ain't who ain't winning the Super Bowl. He ain't Brady who ain't winning the Super Bowl. And guess what? They need to be at their mandatory camps. I mean at voluntary camps too. Right. Can, can I be, can I be that fan like, that he's talking about right quick? He missed six, he missed six practices. He got like the Ravens are the coming goal. off a season where they missed the playoffs. Lamar's coming off a seven and one season. Six and one. <laughs> With Greg calling the place. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely a Lamar apologist, but I'm just saying, they will put all the losses on Lamar. I'm not <laughs> saying, oh, I don't want that to get misconstrued. I don't want it to seem like I'm saying it's Lamar's fault that they coming off of these playoff losses. Because I already told you where my blame lies. My blame lies solely in that booth. 
up top. I can't do it right until we until we fix I that. It I was, I've been saying for damn near seven, eight years now, ain't a quarterback, and I can't just keep saying that shit. And we not changing. Uh, it's literally been the same issue. Yeah, but it, it ain't with, been just the booth either. It's been that offensive line too. It's been crucial moments where if they stepped the fuck up and held their own. We had touchdowns on the board that they, they just give up. That's recently though. That's recently and the beginning of his career. That's, that's the most entire career. That line even, ain't been even, even going back, even going back to the uh the playoff game when when he looked bad for three quarters, and in the fourth quarter, he was bringing him back. If Orlando Brown doesn't, if Orlando Brown doesn't um, get beat by Bosa, who knows what what the Ravens do? Melvin Ingram and Bosa was having a field day with that interior line. Niggas was doing the ball for sure. They was doing, they was doing spinning, stunting in that motherfucker on that day. They was doing whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Receivers got catch. Like, the Buffalo, like, that's the, the beautiful, beautiful thing about football, man. Everybody plays football. In. Right. Right. So, so Herb, to that point, you saying every everything, a lot, everybody got to do that part, right? Yes, sir. So it takes continuity, game. right? Yeah. Six okay. games. Six no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How you build continuity? By being at six practices that you missed, man. Get your ass back when I play to get up there. You still hey, got hey, one. Tell you one. Hey, tell you one. Let me put it like let me let me put this scenario out there like this. Would you go to a voluntary pizza party, or would you take your ass home knowing you can get four eight hours of pay and go home and relax? What kind of pizza is it? Fuck out of here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What kind of pizza is Greg Roman? Uh, yeah. That's my fucking time. Yeah, I want to look. Yeah, exactly. Look, Take your ass home. I can tell you. What, I can tell you what type of piece of Greg Roman is. Greg Ro- Greg Roman. It looks like a pepperoni lovers on top, but when you bite into it, is anchovies underneath of it. That's a good one. <laughs> with some with some flat soda and water and shit, lukewarm water. I'm like fuck, take a mask the fuck home. Fuck out of here. Eight hours of regular pay. I'm out good. Debo Debo said, uh, "Buffalo is the only playoff loss he put on Lamar." That was pretty uh, bad. I don't even know if it, I can put it solely on but, him. But just, yeah, it's, it's both because when we we broke that, that down, so we, broke, we broke that game down. I mean, some of it was just bad, it was bad throws. Some of it was, it was bad uh, throws, drop passes, missed ran pins, the wrong routes. Recalled the goddamn. They called a bubble screen with three people over there. We only had one defender. Like it but, was bad all around. I can't even put that but, one. I take that no, I take that back. I do put it on Lamar. Because if you look, if you go back and watch it, it was a lot of him going to the wrong, wrong making the wrong decision. Will Smith forgot he was the hot road. It was a whole lot. Like he missed JK multiple times in crucial situations. True. Well, he tried to force it to somebody and, and not taking the easy stuff to, to get extra yards. But if you look at the way the off, like if you look at the way the offense is set up, and it's partly reason why the Ravens was in so many games this year without Lamar. It's a lot of route combinations where guys catching in space to get yak. Certain guys get it, certain guys don't. Just think about it. How many situations we've seen where where Mark catch the ball at like 15, 10, 12 yards and pick up 25 more? Bateman catches at like 14 or whatever and shakes somebody off and keep going. It's set up that way. 
But sure. at the same time, it's like, man, it got to be more consistent with the play caller. But we did miss kicks and made it 10. They could have made it 10-9 as well. But but also, before he threw the pick six, I'm answering the questions why are you bringing them in. Before he threw the pick six, you can. it was an open touchdown that was dead. It was just that, that middle um end of the interior line got folded up. Yes. And, yes. It, and, and it caused it caused it cost a uh, a play to left off the board. That's 10 that right play there. call. That's great 10, play 10. call, great defense. But now I'm not saying there. Hollywood would have caught it, but I'm saying <laughs> she was there. <laughs> Who's that? It'd have been on, like, it'd have been on Hollywood. Like, what's the Samoan that uh to play for uh Buffalo? Big yo it was like almost like Vita Ved, but like the two thing, right? Yeah, uh, uh, motherfucker was having a field day. He caused that 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 uh that incomplete. Yeah, and that pick was just a terrible read by Lamar. Oh, the, man, like he ain't see the corner. Corner mm-hmm. played it beautiful. He baited him into the throw. I mean, the thing is, if Lamar takes fourteen point swing, takes the easy stuff, it's going to be a lot of check down Joey because. The pass, a lot of the passes are designed as runs. It's not a, he takes shots, but it's not a lot of shots designed. A lot so, of them are five to ten yard passes, and you just going. Milk that's why like it, it gets yet. But right. but but the greatest quarterback of all time was in that type of system for majority of his career and You're got preaching. seven rings. You're preaching. Yes. White had like eight receptions. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's what that's why I say the system works. It's just the timing of the plays. Right. You can't call the plays right. Zone Can't be predictable. Like, like we playing spades. If you if you got a uh uh you trunk tight in your hand, you can't play it right. Agreed. You gonna, you gonna lose. That's that's sure. how it is. He definitely reneging. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how Tay be stealing it on people's money on uh, Monopoly and shit every fucking. Yeah, I'm just I'm just a Monopoly god. I just Yo, I, I, listen, listen. To this day, I've never played Monopoly. What? Never. Yeah. I got two Monopoly boards and I never played them. Wow. Wait till my wait till my youngest get a little older and then we'll play. Yeah, beat up on them first and then you can work your way up the ladder. Yeah. To, to <laughs> but I, I would play card games before, you know. I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't playing no goddamn Monopoly. I don't take it easy on nobody. My daughter 10. Rightfully so. And let's, let her land on that hotel. I'm singing and everything. <laughs> nah, <laughs> let me get it up off you. Hey, man. Patty. <laughs> Listen, that game take too much time to complete. Father's Day is this weekend. I feel like fathers need to be celebrated more um, as a whole and also amongst men. Like, I, I was so upset. I'm, I'm riding and I heard a, uh, a commercial on the radio was like, Basically, advertising cheap gifts for your dad at Foreman Mills. Not Foreman Mills. <laughs> yes, you don't know what to get. Go to Foreman Mills, get something for your dad. Six. I'm like, listen, listen. I, I'm not vain. Divorce the whole house. That just, that just, that just showed me like what you think of dads. I've never seen, heard a commercial like, go to Foreman Mills on Mother's Day. But somehow Foreman Mills is acceptable for dads. I understand we don't need much. We don't ask for much, like materialistic things, like to get out. You know, we simplistic, but at the same time, man, put some, a little more effort. In. You show me some damn no from the bills. I might judge you a little bit. A ten dollar gift. Anyone saying like a ten dollar gift? That's what he was saying. Fuck that. 
give me a gift card, some yak, and an empty house. Right. See, that's Whoa. Yeah, but <laughs> just want to you know uh, you know celebrate y'all guys, man. You know the hard work that y'all do, the sacrifices. Like we 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 get a lot lot of love and respect to the women and say you know they're the toughest on earth. You know they have they have our children. Traditionally, they raise the children as we out being the breadwinners, but there's a lot of guys out here who take pride in doing it all. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can go make the money, but don't I could I could make you Sunday dinner too. Mm-hmm. Don't get Come it on. twisted. Like we, we embrace that. Yep. Yeah, like I'm a dad in every sense of you know, every syllable of it. Like I can do it all. And I and I'm a great, you know, hold it down as a husband. So I just want to celebrate y'all guys, you know, for what y'all do. Like, the tough times, the stress that we got to deal with of keeping a home, raising children, keeping a happy home, keeping them, you know, being a disciplinarian at times, being, you know, that balance, going out when we tired and don't feel like it. Mm. But you still gotta push through, man. I just celebrate you guys, man. Y'all, you know, y'all are superheroes for sure. Also, also want to shout out non-biological dads too. Uh, guys will step up and step in the situations. Um, you know, guys who take on that male figure role as well in, yes. in different kids' lives, whether it be godfather, whether it be uncle, uncle. whatever the case may be. Yeah. All that stuff is needed and should be celebrated in the same breath because what you're doing uh, pays dividends in the long run. So just want to shout those guys out as well. I was told a long time ago um, that someone is always watching. Like somebody looks up to you. Like I was told that like maybe 10 years old, like, man, nobody looking up to me. I'm a, I'm a kid. The little kids ain't worrying about me. Like, nah. Whether you realize it or not, someone is always going to look up to you. Whether mm-hmm. you're a dad or not. Just being that male figure, you're, it's your responsibility, whether you like it or not, to be a beacon of hope, of positivity, of support in someone's life. Whether they mention it to you or not. You know, someone is looking for consistency, in you know in that male figure because it's a lot of it's a lot of bad i don't want to highlight the bad but you know they they put us down a lot especially being black men niggas ain't shit yeah i know right you know (laughs) you know definitely salute to you fellas um three fathers i um you know it's not easy like he like you you were just saying um to, to hold it down and y'all do it. I don't hear y'all, you know, complaints or nothing. I'm quite sure that they, you know, they may be there. Those are things you kind of don't really, you know, feel like it, but y'all still hold it down. And I definitely salute, like you said, somebody's watching. That's um, like Greg Wa- Roman, somebody watching the vault. See what you're <laughs> 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 that bitch unlocked. 
That shit unlocked <laughs> open and shit. That shit ain't nobody watching that shit. That ball, oh, oh, oh. a motherfucker. He just got right. it. It's there. It looked pretty. <laughs> All right. So, question. I'm going to end on this. Three players or let's just say three things you're excited, excited to see from the Ravens minicamp. Or anticipating. I could say three players that I'm looking. In fact, no. Let me let me let me open it up a little bit. Okay. This season, just this season. Like by you know nine eleven, what you were most excited to see? So, defensive. I want to see the defensive line. That's Travis Jones, the rookie. That's. Uh, Matt Abuike, that's um, Dalen Hayes, that's um, no, we got somebody else last year. Calais, uh, oh. we already know what Calais. Oh, Calais yeah. is Calais. I don't gotcha. expect like him to fall off a cliff this year. Hopefully, not going whatever. But definitely defensive line play other than Calais, and like even Wolf. Wolf is a question mark because it's a back injury. That's, I think that's he's gonna retire. I think he's retiring. Well, yeah, I, th- I think that's what's going to wind up happening. Yeah, that's a back injury. That, that affects your mobility. Moves. That affects your mobility and your strength, and you need both yeah. of those on the defensive line. So that's one thing. Um, the second tight end. I mean, even we want to say Nick Ball is there, and Nick Ball looks a lot slimmer than he has in previous seasons, but. And you got Nick Bull likely, and you got Cola fighting for that second spot. I think, in my in my opinion. And the third thing, I'm not gonna be petty. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I, <am. laughs> I want to see what wide receivers we getting because I know we ain't finished. Yeah, let that shit go. I know we ain't finished. I know for a fact niggas ain't sitting there. Listen, he was sidelines Right, you, you hear this? <laughs> now, just now, watch when James Prochet come on. Al gonna be the one that's quiet. Like, <laughs> I don't believe in this. Nigga. I don't have an issue with none of the guys. Like, that's the thing. I don't have an issue with them. Yes, you do. You keep raising your hands. Tell me we need more. Because <laughs> I know for a fact that we would use them. I know that too. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So those are those are the three things I'm looking for this, this season. John, you want to go? Uh, who's going to shape up and take up the first line, um reps for the offensive line, especially at right tackle? See who's emerging the favorite spot for that. Um, see the development of Ole. They just mentioned him on NFL Network as a promising D lineman to uh, jumpstart. And to see what type of role, um, what type of roles the safeties have in the defense, see where they at in the field, see where they start lining up, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to. I'm looking forward to seeing Mark Andrews, Charlie Kohler, and Isaiah Likely and Rashawn Bateman on the field at the same time. Mm. That's a lot of different matchups. Mm. A lot of different matchups. That's what I'm looking forward to see the most. And 
it just creates so much in the run game as well. Because once you start hitting those seams, linebackers have to take a step back first, which is a killer going against zone defense. So I'm looking forward to that. Next thing I'm looking forward to the most is the creativity of Mike McDonald. Mm. Or lack of creativity, whichever one comes. Like that's what I'm looking forward to to see how creative he can be. Third thing I'm looking forward to is the bounce back. So many injuries, so many people coming back. We need to see the bounce back of these players. And by these players, obviously, how many we had on IR last year? 18? 75. So they, they damn, they felt like I, uh, I mean, 75. Like we got 18 that first week. Every, every, all pro, every all pro player you think of was in IR. That's crazy. Every think pro about, player you think back. of was in IR. Yeah. Except for Mark. The bounce Except back. Yeah. The secondary, in my opinion, is is in in good good shape right now. We was talking about that. They're in good shape right now. So, the bounce back has to be has to be great from these guys, and that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Like we gotta we we gotta remember that J.K. Dobbins and our and our minds was going to be like Jonathan Taylor, like you you know what I'm saying going into yeah. that that hurt year. Which is why everybody wanted to beat John Harbaugh over the head. Pause. But that, so the guy like that, man, like I, I'm so anxious to see a guy like that, man. I do want to see if they develop, um, well, Dobbins more in the past game, too. Like, that's I been, that was um, the plan. that's been the consistent thing about out of uh, OTAs was a lot of throws to running backs. Like Tyler Beatty was making plays out the backfield. Um, Justice Hill, like a lot of running backs making plays. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously that opens up a whole nother. That's a whole nother stress on the defense when you got right. tight ends that's big and can run and block, and you got backs leaking, and you got a quarterback that can move. Like, what you you can't cover everybody. You got to give us something right. up. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna create yet. So, um, my the the biggest thing I want to see is the growth from the quarterback. Like working with Tom House and all and Adam and all those guys on mechanics and everything. Like if you look at Lamar throwing the ball this past summer compared to like when he first started, it's totally different. But I just want to see if he got better um, mentally. Like, is he at the point where he's um, thinking the game? I want to see him, like, take this step between the ears. Because you've seen every, like, defense throw um, stuff at you that you normally don't see with the average quarterback. But you got two, three years of it already. So you should know you know what I mean, how to combat that and how to have your input on the offense. So that's what I want to see most of all. Secondly, Ronnie Stanley. I would say the offensive line, but Ronnie Stanley. Like, the last time Ronnie Stanley was healthy, we won 14 games. We lost two. So I'm just saying, I just want to see Ronnie Stanley. If Ronnie Stanley can get back to being Ronnie Stanley, all is right in the world. And then um, that bounce, uh, 
that bounce back. Like you said, that that defense. I feel like the defense, if they're healthy, if they if just the bounce back. I want to see the bounce back, and I, I I'm kind of low key anticipating Ojabo playing a lot sooner than people think. Like every time I see him, he got shoes, dancing, walking around already. I'm like, like it's, it's it might it might it might surprise a lot of people. So appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We be back at it next week. Hopefully, just discuss game seven. Game seven would be next Monday, right? It's over either way. It'll be it's over good. this week either way. Either by way, it's usually over by Father's Day, right? Yeah, like Monday. We got know. a game tonight, and then I would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, next week we'll be discussing who's the champion. Mm-hmm. And I'm I may or may not be using the sick day. I'm just giving y'all a heads up right now. Oh, all right. Stay away from that motherfucker, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just if y'all see green confetti, just know I'm taking the sick day. <laughs> All right, baby, do it. Yeah. Right. Definitely follow us. Well, no, every every game seven will be Sunday. Sunday, right? All right, Father's Day. I remember Mike wanted on Father's Day when I was little. Yeah. And LeBron when he beat Golden State. That was on Father's Day. Yeah, I, I was at Kirk Franklin show. That's how I remember. Okay. I wasn't even at my father. The, the mic when I was with my father. The second one. I don't All right. Follow us on YouTube at the Sideline Talk underscore SLT. Facebook group hashtag Sideline Talk on Twitch. Sideline Talk. Instagram at the Sideline Talk. I'll take us out. Be blessed. Be productive. Be more. We love you. We out. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day.